0: What's up, ball heads? It is so, so many of y'all in here. And I'm just now getting back to y'all. Thank you so much for patiently waiting. Um, let me tell y'all about y'all niece, Peace. So Peace is the Peace Lily that I have. She is doing well, but I have to keep an eye on her. I fed her about two weeks ago. Um plant food, gave her some plant food, put it in her, in her mix, and she was doing great. Watered her last week. She was cool. Yesterday, child, I looked over at her, and she was all wilted like I wasn't paying her no attention, so right now I'm recording the show in front of her, um, and then I have a wandering Jew plant here, too, who's also listening, and so those those two are the main two right here the live studio audience and then you know i got all of y'all and whoever y'all shared this podcast with so thank you so much tell your friend thank you if you are new here hi my name is jen and welcome to an episode of the bald-headed chronicles this is a podcast dedicated to becoming friends with fear and kicking it with anxiety. Here, we watch the ripples become waves as we make major changes in our lives with just small steps every day. So if you're here for that, then stay. If not, catch me when I'm doing something else. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, let's get into it. This week's topic was inspired by a listener- uh, a listener's voice note. Side note: I really appreciate all of the voice notes and um, written messages that you guys send me in regards to the show. Um, I appreciate it. What I don't like is the the secret support. Like, if you if you listen to the show and you support the show, just tell me flat out because. It's kind of nerve-wracking when you just come up to me and start talking to me about something that you heard on the show without telling me that you heard it on the show or you read it in the blog or where you got, where you getting this, why this topic is sparking for you because I say a lot of stuff. I'm on a lot of podcasts. I have a lot of conversations with people, so I never really know why you're driving down this street. So like, let me know what are we talking about? Because if you don't, it's kind of, I'm kind of like, what, what uh, is this situation, a situation where I'm being manipulated and I'm a i tra- I'm a trauma survivor. So I've experienced some manipulative abuse and other forms of abuse. And I don't, I'm, I'm tired of making everything about my trauma, but you know, it, it's th- these things that I share are the ways that I've coped with the things that I've experienced. If you don't like that, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's not like I chose this life. It chose me. You feel me? And I've just been riding with it. Anywho, um, manipulation, the definition of it is the act of getting someone to do something in a skillful manner. Some similar words include choreograph, work, guide, direct, influence, etc. While manipulate is the one getting all the smoke, all of these words seemingly mean the same thing, to skillfully control the situation. Dualistic thinking would label this as either good or bad. Now, that definition said, a large part of my job as a therapist as a yoga guide, as a light worker is to skillfully get somebody to do a new thing. Um, And that means I guide them into rethinking thought patterns and creating new paths in their brain to make choices that pertain to their mental health and their physical health. And I do that with no ill intent. And I feel like I had to say that because sometimes people do do things with ill intent. They do things menacingly. They know exactly what they're doing when they're doing them. And then when confronted with the bad behavior, they try to switch it on you. And make you feel crazy about what is actually happening that's the form of manipulation that gets the most smoke that's when people start using terms like narcissist gaslight and all of these clinical terms that people are kind of misusing and so i just wanted to touch bases on that when i talk about manipulation it can mean a couple of different things, but in this context today, because context is important, we're talking about manipulation, Get trying to coerce someone into doing something that is only favorable to you, and it could be harmful or detrimental to the other person involved. They may not even know that they're being manipulated, they may be a person who is... Recovering from this form of manipulation and doesn't really know how to stop the cycle, and they're working through it. So I just wanted to bring this this topic up to um, to the public and to to everybody's just you know awareness. I don't know. I don't know that y'all asked for this, but I kind of needed this because I have experienced manipulation across my life. One of my caregivers. We were in a conversation not too long ago and they said, I asked them about have they ever been manipulated and they asked me what the word meant. I gave them definition um, and they said no. And then later on, maybe a couple hours later, we were got to talking about something else and they were like, what I do is I will ask somebody a question and if they don't answer the question or give me the answer that I like, I'll wait a little while. And ask them again. And so I said, so you manipulate people until you get what you want. And they said, no, that's not what I do. I said, that's exactly what you do. That's the definition. That's just what you said. So you manipulate people into getting what you want. They didn't like the way that that sounded, but that was what it was. So, you know, I just want to put that on there and say that. Um, another part of this conversation, um, came from a question and the question was, Jen, what do you do when you, the giver have given all that you can give and you need help, but the wounded parts of you are not able to accept the help because you feel suspicious the person doesn't have your best interest at heart. How does the giver learn to receive without getting the ick for being the person whose needs are seemingly being met with no streams attached? Help. So this was a good question and it is a several part question. And thank you for asking this question Um, Because this is something that I am working through and I've been working through because, yes, I am a giver and I do have wounded parts of me that don't accept the help that I need because I am suspicious um, of people. And I'm suspicious of people because I have gotten in situations where people will offer their help or their support only for it to be turned around and thrown back into my face. And it is upsetting to me that there are people in this life that are still out here operating in that way. Um, And then I have to think about like, okay, maybe they don't know that they're showing up in this way. But then I had to stop giving the benefit of the doubt sometimes and stop making excuses for bad behavior because at some point you do know. And if you don't know, then you're just choosing to be ignorant and blind to the fact that this there's something off about this behavior. Everybody can't be saying the same thing and it's them. At some point, you have to recognize that it is a you problem, and then you choose to continue to be the same or grow and change. You know, it's, it's you can't you can't force anybody to grow in a direction that they're not ready to grow in. So, keeping that in mind when you're dealing with people, you can't change people. You can only change how you interact with people. So, as far as the wounded parts of myself um, accepting help with no strings attached, I still am leery um, and I try my best not to control the situation. I try my best to believe that not everyone has poor intentions and not everybody is an op. Uh, (laughs) But, you know... You kind of get the vibes when people are oppy. You know, you kind of get oppy vibes. You know, you never don't know. I'm trying my best to not use the filler words, but I'm not trying that hard. You know, it's one of my filler words, and um, um, you know, that's a whole filler. We don't need that. Somebody that's listening close to this, don't listen that close. <laughs> Okay. So how do I, how did I start out growing this? Um, I work with a therapist and my loved ones to practice better boundaries. And when I'm practicing boundaries, it takes time because don't nobody want to uphold your boundaries and when you put when you put the boundaries in place they're for you not for the other people so you can't get mad i mean you can get mad when somebody doesn't uphold your boundary but they don't care about the line that you set they don't care about that you put the boundary in place to keep you safe not to keep them safe so remember why you put the boundary in place and remember why it's important to you now if you got weak boundaries or very rigid boundaries, your boundaries are going to come up. Rigid boundaries are like I said no, I'm not bending, I'm not breaking, um, I don't care what you said, whatever, whatever, whatever. Nope, nope, nope. They may not be the they may rigid boundaries are good in some situations, but they're not good at every situation. If you have porous boundaries, you you they're just you not you just letting anything fly that's that weak boundary you know anything can go but when you have good boundaries that's idea air quotes you have good boundaries healthy boundaries that's the order i would look for when you have healthy boundaries things just seem to go in a more harmonious flow yeah, things get, seem to go in a more harmonious flow when you have good boundaries. Now for the ops. The ops are the opponents or the people who are, air quotes, out to get you. Um, That was another question. So one time I was talking to my insta-cousin and there was some like really strange activity happening on my page like a lot of people have started following me out of nowhere and then I got some messages people was calling me on like Instagram call and I'm an old lady so I don't be using Instagram call like what what (laughs) what why would you call me on Instagram I didn't understand that. or call me on Facebook they seemed to oppie to me that seemed like mm, that seemed like the ops. So I reached out to my Insta fam and was like, is this normal? It feels like an op. And she was like, let me find out that you got ops in the wellness space. How you how you have ops in the wellness space? It ain't no, there's not really zen in the den, is it? And I was like, let me tell you something. Everybody got ops. Even Jesus has some ops in his circle. And I'm not comparing myself to Jesus, but Jesus does walk. Well. And I'm saying in his day, he was just a regular person like me and you. So, tell me you can't have ops wherever, you know? That's all I'm saying. Now, for the ops, why y'all be doing that? Why y'all be doing that? What gain do you get out of being a hater or? By trying to take somebody down. When people, um, when people in the community or just like people that I've met do a deep dive on me and then act like they haven't done a deep dive on me, I feel like that's an invasion of privacy. I get it. Some of the information is out there for the public to consume, but y'all trying to find information that doesn't have anything to do with you. Like, why y'all did that? That's oppy behavior. But you know, I don't know. I do know. Let me get up off of. Let me get on up off of here because at this point I'm just rambling. And so I am going to close out. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the entirety of the show. And if you made it to this point in the episode, then you're a scholar. Thank you so much for sticking around. Um, I wanted to say I left a little, some goodies in the show notes, a couple of things that I've used to help me cope with some of the things in real time and i didn't really tell y'all outside of setting boundaries um some of the things that i do some of the boundaries that i've set for myself is just knowing when to disengage with someone um knowing that i've knowing when enough is enough so checking in with yourself noticing the times that you feel the irritation arising when you're feeling like, okay, something ain't right about this and I know that I have choice. I don't have to keep operating in this way and then knowing when to pivot. So a couple of tips and then again, I left some little treats in the show notes for you. Um, Some videos that my friends did that I saw on YouTube, I think it was. So, a couple of things. And um, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode and you like the content, send me a voice note, send me a message, send me a DM. You can follow me on Instagram at Ballheaded Business. Um, you can visit my website, yougrowgen.us. That's Y O U G R O W J I N.us. And until next time, y'all, be easy. Peace.